All right, hello guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason, joined again by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Dom. Triple D's, you already know who we are. You already know what the fuck it is. Yeah, hopefully at this point. Um, so let's get right into it. We had a great couple of days of basketball, um, Tuesday and Wednesday, respectively. But we want to start right off with yikes of my a wild moment um this was one of those jump out your seat moments the Mavs end up beating the Grizzlies 114 113 off of Luka hitting one of the craziest buzzer beaters I've ever seen uh actually in my life um Luka went off 29 points nine assists for him on 10 to 20 shooting um after having only four points in the first half Porzingis had 21 as well six rebounds for the Grizzlies Grayson Allen, crazy at 23 out there. They had four other players in double figures, including Valanchunas, who had 19 points and 15 boards. So, Darnell, what did you see out of this one? Yeah, I see a tough, pretty tough loss for the Grizzlies. Um, they had a lead for the majority of the game, and I'm watching, and I'm thinking that they were going to just close it out yeah. because they had all of the momentum on their side, and you know, Grayson Allen missed two free throws. He's a 90% free throw shooter. So that's something that opened the door for the Mavericks. And Luka Doncic with his 29 and nine assists, five rebounds. Like you said, you made one of the craziest game winners that you'll see. It was a floater off balance from the three-point line that went in nothing but net. Beat the buzzer. And they stole one. Like, it's no other way to put it. Like, I don't think that if he – I don't think he could do that shot again if he tried, like, once or not, or if he did it again, he'd probably miss it. I'll put it that way. Yeah. And <laughs> the Porzingis, he pitched in his 21, and, you know, that's pretty much all they need from him, yep. you know, just to consistently give them 20-plus a game. <clears throat> And he did that. And the Grizzlies, they got they, their, you know, balanced scoring that they usually get. You know, John Morant, one for four from three, six of 11 for Grayson Allen. That's really good. And just looking at it, this is a game that the Grizzlies should have won. And I'm sure that they're going to be kicking themselves at, you know, watching the film of how they just let one go. Mm-hmm. Tom, what were your thoughts? You know, at first when this game was on the schedule, I was talking to my friend and they were like, yo, Denver, Miami is right there. Why the fuck is the Dallas Mavericks and the Memphis Grizzlies on ESPN's primetime game? And lo and behold, <laughs> wound up being the best <laughs> game of the night. Yep. So, I mean, you know, ESPN still has this notion that, you know, John Morant is the, 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 the best, you know, the best second year player, I guess. <laughs> after they tried to give, after they gave him rookie of the year, you know, they try to keep up with this facade, you know. Act like he's better, like act like he's way better than De'Aaron Fox and everything. <laughs> but you know, I mean, Memphis is a good team. This is potentially what the um playing tournament's gonna be. You know, the first, the seventh versus the eighth seed, depending on how Dallas and Portland go. Which the way Portland's looking is probably gonna wind up being Memphis versus Portland because Portland keep playing good teams and keep losing to them. So it's looking like it's going to be Memphis versus um, Portland at this point, most likely. But, you know, that's going to be an interesting game if that happens. But, yeah, this is a this was a potential 
you know, playing game. And like y'all said, Luca, it's funny. I think of like the last of like the last five years, or at least since Luca's been in the league. At least since like Luca's been in the league, of the past like of those game of like game winners, I'd say Luca probably got three of the craziest of the five, honestly. Yeah. Like this one was crazy. I don't even think this is crazy as one. <laughs> I I remember I remember uh his rookie year. <coughs> it was a game against the Rockets. And um he had hit this there was literally like point three seconds left on the clock. And then they inbounded it onto a corner three and he literally just like touched it from a four or three and won the game off that shit, bro. I was like, what? And they were down too with it too. Like Luca does this. And then obviously, you know, the one from the, uh, from the playoffs against the Clippers, the luckiest game winner of all time or whatever. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, Luca was out there. I would say you the know, luckiest. Nah, I, we don't <laughs> say the luckiest, but some people say the luckiest. <laughs> one lucky. Literally, uh, literally one person. Some people say <laughs> it's the luckiest game winner they've ever seen. But, I mean, they got good production from people out there. You know, JJ, he, he made three of his four threes a day. You know, Dwight came out there with 12. Hardaway had 11. And obviously, whenever, you know, Porzingis is there, they have a higher chance to win. You know, Porzingis don't beat her for like three quarters of the time. So, I mean, that's that's why their record is honestly as low as it is. But, I mean, when he is there, they always have a better chance to win. And Memphis is a team. They're good. They are a good team. I think of all of them, I actually think Grayson Allen is the best scorer of all of them. He, like, led the league in college when he was there. So, I'm pretty sure, like, Grayson Allen is the best scorer of them all. But they're just such a balanced team. They just like play real well together, but I mean, it came down to a last second shot, and you know, Luca had it. He can't right. hit. He hit another crazy game winner like he tends to do. And, uh, they stole one. Awesome. I disagree with like five things you said there. First off, Dylan Brooks is their best scorer. That's the first thing. Grayson Allen is up twenty three. Huh? I think Grayson is. Okay. I think I think Dylan Brooks is their best player. Aside, well, while Jaren's not there, obviously, but I think Dylan you Brooks think, is their best. Without, you think Dylan without is Jaren. better than Ja? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Oh. Gosh. I think guys. I think Dylan Josh is the one guy. Gas. Dylan's the one guy who, when he's gone, they they literally don't win. They win when Ja's not there. That doesn't make him a I better player. Ja, I think Ja's does it. <laughs> How's it not? No, it doesn't. John's the best player on the team. For for reference, he's for not reference. even better. He's not the best player on the team because it's really Jaron. Jaron just hasn't been there. That's true too. I actually, but we got to see what Jaron looks like when he comes back. Yeah. I think Dylan. I think Dylan's better just because he's the he he literally locks people up. Now he was doing it to Luca last night. He held him to four in the first half. Luca just started going crazy. Um, for reference, yeah. by the way, on all these things, Grayson Allen averaged 11 a game. Dylan Brooks, 16.4, like two assists. Ja, 19 a game with seven assists. So take that with what you meant. Um, to me, watching the game, the thing I was watching, I was like, oh, the grit, dude, the Mavs might want to get the hell up out of this seven seed, and they, they won the game. I didn't think they were going to win it, but I was like, they got to get out of here. 
because Valachunas was just eating Porzingis a lot. Like he was killing yeah. him on boards. He had eight offensive rebounds, which is ridiculous. Um, and they just could, they really couldn't stop him from getting offensive rebounds. Went right back up and either getting fouled or getting a bucket. Um, so that was huge. That was a big reason that they had the lead, even though you know they shot forty-seven percent from the field. The Mavs shot fifty percent. Um, it was just because you know they, hey man. As much as we talk about Jobs watching him last night, he really doesn't turn the ball over. He kind of doesn't – we want him to shoot more, but he doesn't really do a lot of reckless shit. And if they just get the ball up on the basket, Valanciunas so is Westbrook. Huh? So he's not Westbrook. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not at all, exactly. And I saw Valanciunas was like, he's going to break a franchise record for rebounds, like 13 on average a game. Which, considering they had Zach Randolph and Marcus all there, that's pretty crazy. Um, I saw them grab boards, but hey man, hey man, I didn't interrupt you when you were talking a bunch of nonsense. So, <laughs> thanks. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, Marcus all ain't no board grabber. Or nothing. I'm just saying, Grayson's not the best scorer on the team. That's all I'm saying. Hey man, you can say that. It's like it. You can say that. <laughs> um, but one thing I saw as well from the Mavs perspective was just that Finney, Finney Smith really – it's crazy how important he is. He was a plus 14, and, and it, it felt like it. Like, he only hit one three, but it was a late three to tie the game up at, like, 104. All he needed it. Um, you know, he just I, – I think it's just the fact he's not Josh Richardson and can kind of guard people. He goes and tries to get boards. He was he was fighting for them rebounds late because they, they were like, all right, man, we can't just keep letting Valanciunas get every rebound. So he was the one who was, like, down there really fighting for it uh, with Porzingis. And he just doesn't do the dumb shit that I see Josh Richardson do. He just runs up and takes stupid shots. So there's that. Um, but as far as like Luca, yeah, Luca was amazing. He like, dragged them back in the game. I think he had 11 in the third quarter, 14 in the fourth. He just started going crazy. Um, and no, nah, that was the craziest buzz we've ever seen because watching it live, I thought that there, I thought that it was just a floater, right? Like if you watch how he shot it, I'm watching it live and I'm like, all right, like, you know, I'm looking at, did he get it off? First off, is that going to go in? He got it off yet. Is it going to go in? I'm like, wow, that really went in. And Dave Pash, who was commenting commenting the game, was like, Luca the killer. Like, blah, blah, this. I'm like, hold up. We're just going to overtime. That's what I thought. Then they show the replay. He somehow made sure his feet were behind the line. And he definitely – I don't care what anyone said. He definitely planned that to be a three. He practices that. That looked way too crazy. Like <laughs> – <laughs> oh, he can he, he can do it. To, he has a floater from that far, like yeah. from that far. <clears throat> that's that's nothing. That's nothing new. Yeah. And I've just I've just never seen a three point floater before, ever. Let alone for a game winner. I didn't even know that. You ain't seen me back. No, I didn't, man. I'm sorry I didn't see you in your heyday. I see you now, not doing that. So my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah man i mean no it was just a, it was just a really nutty shot um so look at the mavs now they're one back <clears throat> of this other team so we might as well jump right into it 
Whew. The Celtics end up beating the Blazers another. Hey, man, TNT and ESPN really, really killed it with these last late-night games. And you know the main reason is because they started at 9.30, not 10.30. That was, like, the big thing. Or at least ESPN's it. I don't remember two nights ago. It might have started at 10.30. Either way, I was up watching the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> and Tatum went crazy, 32 points. Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker were like, hey, man. They looked and they said, these guys can't guard us. Now, they can hold us to 50%, but we always shoot 50%, so it's fine. Um, 21 and 7 for Kemba, 24 for Jalen Brown. No one else really gave him anything. Again, another game with no Fournier. They might just be, they might just cut that dude. Um, <laughs> for, might as well. That's the point. Um, for the Blazers, though, 28 and 10 for Dame, but on 9 to 23 shooting. Remember, Powell 20. He was a plus nine out there. Carmelo off the bench said, Hey, man, I know I've been struggling, but maybe, maybe he said, I'm just tired. He's 25 in this game, but they lose again to another good team. This team didn't have a better record than them. Um, but we both we were, we were talking, me and Dom, we were kind of like, you know, very probable the Celtics win this game because they always fight and the Blazers keep losing close games um so Dom what were your thoughts on this one it's interesting <clears throat> I, I see CJ was a plus 13 but he was like their worst scorer out there <laughs> so of the, of the of the like main scores so I wonder like what him and like Nurkic well Nurkic you know they don't have a center so I'm sure he was eating them alive out there he had seven assists and three steals Nurkic actually went crazy out there but, CJ had zero turnovers that's why Ah, okay. Yeah, yep. Dame did have five out there. Throwing that bitch away. <laughs> hey, man, I mean, there's two teams that don't play a lot of defense on each other. There's two teams that have a bunch of inefficient scores. So, really, we're just going to come down to which team had a little bit more firepower than, than the other team. And, you know, Boston just wound up with a little bit more. They have, they have absolutely nobody to even try to guard Tatum. I guess Covington, but Clearly, he didn't do that well at doing it. I don't make. I, I guess Covington must have lost a step, bro, because he really can't guard nobody like that no more. Nope. Because <laughs> they really are like twenty fifth in defense. They brought him in to improve the defense and everything yeah. like that. So you know, I mean, I guess Covington just isn't guarding people the same way. They barely even play Derek Jones Jr. anymore at this point. There's a reason. <laughs> 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 Yeah, Norm straight took all his minutes. <laughs> he needs to take more of them. Good Lord. I was looking at this. <laughs> was a minus 13 in his 14 minutes out there. <laughs> and the little was a minus 10 in his six minutes out there. Zero points. Man, I see. If Nazir Little and Derrick Jones Jr. never touched the court, <laughs> maybe they would have won the game. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, just yeah, play I mean, Hollis Jefferson already. He's right there. Fuck, fuck Nazir. Why is Nazir Little on the floor? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't know. I agree. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not much more for me to say about this game. I mean, both teams shoot inefficiently. Neither team plays defense, and you know Boston was just able to get the better of them for this game. Darnell, mm-hmm. what were your thoughts? I think that. Um... I remember we were talking about the Celtics and their struggles earlier in the season, and we mentioned who we were debating who was the best player on the Celtics. And I think during this recent stretch, Jason Tatum has reemerged as the best player on the Celtics. 
And Jalen Brown is kind of filling in nicely as a number two option, you know, and the addition of Marcus Smart, I, I thought he would, you know, come off the bench at one point in time, but, you know, they seem to be setting on having him in the start lineup and seems to work well. Robert Williams in the starting lineup, he's been playing pretty decent. He's gave, he gave him 16 and seven rebounds with four assists. So that's pretty nice to see. And they're, you know, spotting, getting Tristan some minutes here and there just yeah. because he's on the roster and you might as well. So I, I kind of like the rotation, how it's settled in a little bit. And the Celtics are, you know, pushing upwards, you know, in there as far as their record is over 500. So they're 29 26. So if they can continue at this pace, I think they can make sure that they don't get in that play in tournament and possibly have a chance to lose before they even get, you know, their season, their, their postseason started. Yeah, bro. The way the standings, the way the standings are right now. Dude, I was just about to say that. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the way the standings it's fucking are stupid. Right now. Yep. They're going to play Atlanta, bro. Yup. Yo, they sweeping them niggas. That's an easy, that's an easy ass dub for them. They I can't lose to no fucking Hawks. Well, it really depends on is Hunter or Collins going to be there? If they're there, I don't know about all that. I think the Hawks can beat him because <laughs> Hunter can guard Tatum and score on him. Really can't. But, and John can score on any of them dudes too. And I think one thing one thing is is with with Robert, he can score on bums who are too slow to guard him. I shouldn't say bums, but people who are too slow to guard him because Cancer and and Nurkic, as we know, are just they're just not very good defenders down low. Um, Nurkic's a little bit better, I guess. He's he's better than Cancer. He can't be worse, but yeah. Robert went out there eight he's for twelve. Slow. <laughs> yeah, but he went out there eight for twelve, and I mean, what what it means is they're like, okay, if they're gonna run pick and rolls, they're at least at least with him outside of Tristan. I think the difference is they can throw him oops, they can get him easier passes. He had four assists, which is kind of didn't think Robert Williams would have four assists, but it seems like you know the chemistry's back. And Marcus Smart's the one other dude who they will let shoot the ball. So. Yeah. He went out there three or five from deep. If he hits three or five from deep, we saw last post. If he hits threes, this team is a completely different animal. And he's starting to get back to form now. Um, like everyone else said, Tatum is kind of he's kinda, I think he's kind of emerged as like their, their their best player. I I would agree. It always switches back and forth with them, but it doesn't mean Brown's gonna take any less shots or Kemba, but that's fine. <laughs> as long actually. <laughs> yep, exactly. He took more of them. So be better. I'm still going to shoot the ball. That's okay. He's playing a little <laughs> bit more minutes, so it's fine. As long as – I don't know. Team's weird, but they're winning now. They've won four in a row, and they are the five seed. They're all year being the seven or eight next to the Eastern Conference. And, yeah, they played Thompson a little bit. Went out there, got three offensive rebounds. It was a plus six. So that kind of works for the bench as well. You see Pritchard. And like I said, man, Fournier might just cut. <laughs> It might just be like, you know what? He's going to come out here, have to shoot shots and not play any defense. At least Pritchard tries on defense and can pass the ball. Or maybe he needs to shoot. I think. Don't want him to do that. 
I think they need Fournier, his potential off the bench to to score 20. Because, like, you look at last night. They got five from Tristan, three from Grant Williams, two from Pritchard, and that's the bench. Like, you're not going to beat some of the higher scoring teams like the Nets or or the Sixers that have, you know, uh, more of depth. Like, so it, they can't just be so reliant on their starting five because we know how up and down they can be. So they, they just need – they need his – potential I, I get it that he's obviously he had one good game and that's not enough but I think once the playoffs start if he can re reestablish himself with the team and get in a rotation I think it'll be positive for him I think one issue with that is if, if you look at the minutes Tatum plays 38 Hema plays 36 tonight or that that night and Jalen plays 40 and even Marcus plays 37 it's like it feels like at least one of the three is going to be out there, and you know they're going to mm-hmm. shoot the ball. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't care. They're going – they don't care about a fucking Fournier. They're shooting the ball. Right? Stevens says shoot the ball. <laughs> so you know what they're going to do? You have a 20 over there. That's true. <laughs> said it right on the commercial. Shoot that shit with confidence. What he says to them is time <laughs> out. So – he may, you know what, bro? There's so it's like, damn, it's Fournier. I don't know. I mean, you see Pritchard getting up seven shots. So yeah, Fournier get up seven, but will he ever be able to get into that kind of rhythm? That you know what I mean? You can't score twenty on seven shots, right? You score twenty with the magic. So it's something we'll see. That's why I would say, man, if you're just going to do, if this is how you're going to play, and all three of them are going to be the only ones shooting the ball anyway, except for an occasional oop to Robert Williams. Like that slow center and Marcus Smart, who was allowed to shoot. I don't know. I agree with you that they should hypothetically need him, but without him, they're winning games. Without him, and obviously it's a little tougher to say because I don't want to say so without him because they've had competent centers the last couple of days too. That changes things. But with Robert and Tristan, you know, he, he when he was there, when he was there, Robert and Tristan were there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that also makes things difficult. But I don't know. And then, at the end of the day, we will see. All right. And we actually kind of want to kick it to Tom for this one. As the Sixers did beat the Nets 123-117. Kyrie at 37. Um, Embiid went crazy. 39 points, 13 rebounds. Sabanza 26 as well. But Dom was actually at the game. Like that. He was doing some field reporting out there. So, Dom, what did you see out of this one? What were your takeaways from this game? They're live, live at the game, live at the game. So, some of my takeaways. So, watching it, like, bro, watching Kyrie up close and, like, watching Kyrie in person, bro, he really do take some hard-ass shots, like some difficult-ass shots. Like, yeah, of course. Sixers. <laughs> I mean, duh, but, like, the Sixers were really on his ass every play, and the dude was fasting. <laughs> like, on top of the ball. So, yeah. it, was, it, it was really crazy to see him score his 37. Because if you see somebody score 37 on, like, whatever, I don't know exactly. His, let, me, let me check his percentage real quick. 13 for 22. Yeah, he's okay. So we shot 13 for 22. You would think that, you know, they just weren't playing that. They just weren't playing that great defense on him. 
No, every single shot, almost pretty much every single shot he took was contested out there. And if, in the first quarter, DeAndre Jordan was beating out there. He had like six points and 11 rebounds in the first quarter. Because Ky- Kyrie was making every shot. They just had to start, you know, they just had to start doing everything to try and stop him. But at every time Embiid wasn't paying attention, was like looking at Kyrie, DeAndre Jordan would just swoop over and lob it on him. Like, he was lobbing it on Embiid. So, like, you know, DeAndre DeAndre and Kyrie have a good, you know, connection out there. Same thing with, like, how Harden and, and, and you know, Harden and DeAndre did out there. But, I mean, you know, for the most part of the game, you know, the Sixers were up for most of the game. I mean, obviously without Durant and um, Durant, Blake, LaMarcus, and um, Harden out there, you know, they were missing a lot of their offense. But, you know, towards the end of the game, like, and B, and then B was just killing them. He was getting to the foul line every time, like he does. He had about 40 out there. He had 40. He had uh, 37, like, in the third quarter and everything. But, um, and it was crazy because Kyrie was leading them in every stat of rebounds. He was leading them in points, assists, steals, and, like, blocks at one point in, like, in, like the second quarter. But um, even, like, maybe I'm still even, like, the third quarter. Like in the fourth quarter, I guess the Sixers just took their gas, just took their foot off the gas. You know, they were up about 15, and B went back to the locker room. And, you know, the, as soon as MB left, the offense stopped. <laughs> and, you know, then the, then the Nets, it's crazy because Kyrie stopped playing, Joe Harris stopped playing. And Joe Harris didn't really do much out there either. Joe Harris and Seth, like, both of them really didn't do much out there. So, um, you know, Joe Harris and um, Joe Harris and Kyrie didn't play down the stretch. DeAndre didn't either. So down the stretch, it was a rotation of TLC, Timote Lalu Cabro, um, um, Nicholas Claxton, Alize Johnson, Landry Shamit, and um, who was the point guard out there? I forget who the point guard was. Shamit was the point guard. Bruce Brown was the other player out there. Oh, Bruce Brown was the other player. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Brown was the other player out there. And during that stretch without Kyrie, any of them there, that was when they started shaving off the lead. And then they, then like towards like the three minute mark, three, four minute mark, that's when they started putting everybody back in. But you know, Embiid was just kind of out of rhythm at that point. And it was just crazy. Like nobody else was really, I mean, Tobias was, you know, helping as much as he could. Like Tobias did wind up with 26, but like down the stretch, it was really just fouls that saved the day because yep. they kept because the Sixers just kept turning the ball over. <laughs> and, and you feel me? It, it was just fouls that you know saved them at the end of the day because they were because the Nets were just getting a bunch of transition baskets that's helped save them. And it was just and I was just sitting there thinking I was like, yo, it's a three point game with like two minutes left, and. I don't know why Kyrie wasn't playing. I was like, y'all not going to have Kyrie out there. Okay, maybe Kyrie didn't feel like it. Maybe Kyrie, you know, he was tired from his fasting, whatever. Maybe he just didn't feel like going out there no more. But, like, y'all don't even have Joe Harris out there, bro. Y'all no. not even going to – y'all going to have Timote Lawalu Cabarro out there in the <laughs> with a three-point game against the number one seed when y'all, when y'all trying to get the number one seed? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know what was up with that. 
I guess they don't care as much about the first seed. Maybe they just don't think they all going to get the first seed. They weren't trying. Like, what? Yeah. But, I mean, it was just interesting seeing their bench unit, like, come together and be able to stop, you know, the starters and everything like that. I mean, they didn't really stop them. Y'all just turned the ball over. But to see them just score all those transition baskets and everything like that, if the bench unit's going to do that on the starting unit, then you feel me? It's going we, – we know we know it's going to be a problem when everybody's there. So, yeah. You, miss, you were saying that. You don't, you don't see the chance. I mean, there's nobody going to be able to guard Kyrie, like, at all. <laughs> That's definitely going to be a struggle. But one thing that I just DeAndre could kind of hang with Embiid a little bit, like a little tiny bit. He's they can, they can't have Aldridge on them. They can't. I just saw all what Aldridge. I just saw what Drummond just did to Aldridge. They they just gonna have to have DeAndre out there. If Embiid gonna kill him, at least DeAndre will foul him or something like that. Like no, nah, Lamarcus gonna get killed every fucking play out there. And B just gonna have to be Jokic or some shit out there shooting threes when DeAndre's out there. Like if B didn't just go at DeAndre, but he's gonna go right at Lamarcus every fucking play. So I think that's something to say for their defense. But what what I what I saw the most from this game because Embiid obviously did what he did, and y'all wound up winning. So, but y'all need more from Seth. Seth got to do more. Y'all, he has to. That's that's. I thought Tobias was gonna be the key. Tobias did what he had to do, and y'all barely won. And Tobias actually excelled what he was supposed to do because nobody out there can really guard him like that. So Tobias, you know, he did what he was gonna do. Ben Simmons, he did what he was gonna do. I mean, without you know, without a jumper, he only gonna average so many points. But you know, he got like fifteen and like nine, ten, something like that. He did what he's gonna do. Y'all need more from Seth. Seth really was invisible out there. I forgot he was even on the team for most of the point. And you can't be out there barely playing defense and then not making threes if you're supposed to be, you know, a three-point shooter. Obviously, we know he's a great three-point shooter, but has he has to he has to shoot. They have to turn they have to turn Simmons and and Seth. And I, you know, it's gonna sound crazy because you know. But he, they have to be like a light version. They have to be a light version of Draymond and Steph. Like a light version. They don't have to be the same. All right, all right, all right. That's enough. A light version. Stop, 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 stop. Seth needs to do something, bro. Stop, 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 stop. Seth has to do something. If y'all, for no, y'all, no, 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 no. We let you in for 10 minutes and then you went there. Darnell, what were your thoughts? Because I want to talk. I'm just going to what you just I think. Um, I think Dom summed up most of the takeaways from the game, but just uh, looking at the scores or looking at the box score, you know, Kyrie performed pretty well. His 13 to 22 from the field is 37 and nine assists. Just doing what Kyrie does, being a dominant scorer. Like Dom said, he makes some of the crazy, toughest shots in the league out of, you know, any, especially for his size. Like that's the most impressive part about it is his size. And I was surprised that the run that the Nets went on in that fourth quarter, you know, the, I think uh, it was like a 20 to three or 20 something run. Yeah. And it got them back. And they got them back into the game. It's a little concerning for the Sixers that 
they played this game so close against the Nets reserves for the most part. So you wonder if they have a Kevin Durant, uh, James Harden out there, and a Blake Griffin and a LaMarcus Aldridge. Do these teams actually match up well? And I think it all is going to depend on the way Embiid approaches his individual matchup. Because if he just become if he decides to dominate, I think he could dominate DeAndre Jordan just as easily as he can dominate most other centers. So I think that's an advantage there. But outside of that, I think it's gonna be an uphill battle for the Sixers in this if they if they actually play in the series. So I think that was my major takeaway. Yeah, who's 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 wondering? I've been telling you guys this whole year what this is gonna be. If we get there, but I watched, uh, there's no Dwight Howard, and actually our bench unit scored well, better than they had really most of the season. Shake had 15. He was grooving. Quirk Miles with nine. They were all positives, but they gave up a 20-point lead because the bench isn't good enough. And the starters came in, and they were struggling with the Nets, like backup backups. Like dudes that won't play in the series, like PLC ain't playing in them, ain't playing you in the playoffs. Shamit maybe, but not for thirty six minutes. It was to the point they had put Ben Simmons on Shamit. I was like, okay, yeah, this is a problem. Um, and the starters even struggled scoring because they have it's Embiid, it's a bias sometimes, and when your point guard can't shoot, it's a problem. It kills everything. I'm watching Ben Simmons out there get guarded by Jeff Green, and I'm like, okay. That's all I need. We know that we know that Simmons isn't a point guard. We know that he's really a power forward. The point guard is really sad. We we know Seth's not his main like attribute is shooting, like. He's not a true point guard. Like, he's not going to get anybody involved. So we know that the it was supposed the way it's supposed to work is Simmons is supposed to just fill in the, the playmaking that he lacks. But yeah. Seth, Seth, if he is going to contribute, it, it has to be shooting. And he has to get shots up, and he's just not getting them up. He went to five. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's the point of you being here if you only going to take five shots? I, I forgot he was on the damn team. <laughs> I mean, Honestly. dude, you, what, I don't know what you want him to do. And Beach shot the ball 29 times, went to the free throw line 11 more. Tobias shot at 17. I don't know what shots you want him to shoot. Like, right there, that's – what is that? That's 46 shots. Like, okay. He was only on the court for 25 minutes. Simmons is shooting another 11, too. I don't know. Like, when do you want him to shoot the ball? I and think – I, I, You I want think the that, shots distributed. I think that Doc Rivers has to implement a way – has to implement, you know, Seth Curry more into the offense because Doc Rivers was right there watching Seth Curry almost be the reason that the Clippers almost lost in the first round, watching him. Cook Paul George. It, for all that we say about Paul George, again, Paul George was all defensive first team like two years ago. And Seth Curry was just cooking him like he wasn't there every time. Like yeah. you watch that happen and you 
almost fucking lost your you almost lost that playoff series because of that fact and you just have him right there like you gotta utilize him especially if he's not a great defender you don't need ben simmons taking 11 shots ben simmons don't have to take more than like five shots for real he really don't have to he can just be out he can he can be draymond if they use him like a draymond then that would change that really would make shit work so much Dude, I, I'm, I'm gonna explain this to you like this okay first off draymond you can't, you're saying use him like Draymond. Okay, first off, back to the Mavs, Seth point. You do remember that they had Porzingis or Boban out there with him, which Embiid can be, but they also had a bunch of shooters. I hate to break it to you guys. I keep trying to tell you, Ben Simmons is the entire issue. He can be defensive player of the year. He's the whole problem with the offense. He's the entire issue. He has been. And he will be because he can't shoot. You're saying use him like Draymond. Draymond used to shoot threes at 40%. Even now he can hit middies. Ben can't hit a mid-range jumper, dude. Like that. You can't use him like Draymond. You can't. He can't shoot. He's not Draymond. He can't shoot the ball. Like he doesn't want to. He doesn't care to. And he can't do it. So no, you can't use him like Draymond. Because the whole point of using him like Draymond is picking pops. You can't pop with a dude that can't shoot. They're just going, Jeff Green is going to stand right in the basket. He's like, okay, what the fuck? I'm not worried. Unconcerned. Go ahead and try this little hook shot. It might go in, it might not. I don't think they run a lot of picking pops with Draymond this year. If you okay, but this year they're the 10th seed in the league. They're the 10th seed in the West. He's not saying we want to be the 10th seed, right? Is that what you're saying, Dom? No, you're saying you want to be a finals team. When they were a finals team, what did Draymond do? What did he do? He shot the ball. He shot threes at 40%. Like, dude, you can't do that. I don't even have to go to the Seth being Steph ridiculous part. That's whatever. Even on the other end, it's still ridiculous. So this is what you're grasping at these straws. I ain't tell him be Steph. I ain't tell him be Steph. I just said you feel me. A light, a light, a light, light version. Light. A light version of me means 15. He can't do it if Ben can't shoot, and Ben doesn't care to shoot, and he never will. And that's the whole issue. Because I'm looking and I'm watching them, and I'm like, damn, we're we're like t- we're like trying to get away from them. Trying away from, but you know, we're it was like, all right, we just have all of our people and they're not playing, you know, four of them. So it's like, okay, we're kind of just being carry work, being carry work. And then he just hits a little, you know, dribble, dribble, dribble three, think off a screen. And I'm like, that's the one thing that all three of them can do that no one on our team can do. No one on our team is going to go off the dribble and shoot a three. That's that easy been that obvious i'm not worried about the nets because they might sweep us i'm more concerned with the bucks at this point that's what i want to say not even kidding y'all beating the bucks bro okay i'm beating the fucking bucks dude all i have to say is okay. Not... okay 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 i can't guarantee i can't guarantee that How you I can do. guarantee that if you want i'll put money <laughs> if they if they play a series put money i want to put money on that one i want to put money on it 
can't I can't say that right. I can't say that right now. I just can't say that. I would like to. I gotta know what like how it leads up into the the series. Like I gotta see it before I. Let's put this in perspective, right? Can we put this in perspective? The Lakers Mm -hmm. bench unit destroyed the Nets bench unit. The Nets bench unit came back on our bench unit and fought with our starters in the fourth quarter. Yes. So, you know, hey, man, I'm happy, you know, this game happened. Y'all can reach some clues out and try to tell y'all all year. But we're the one seed in the East, so whatever. You know, everyone's going to keep saying, oh, they have a real shot. Barring injuries, keep in mind we're the most injury prone. Oh, Lakers are more injury prone. I would say that. Only because AD. But, hey, man, he made it through a whole postseason, so I can't even say that. I take that back. <laughs> can't even. He made it through. He made it through a whole postseason. Didn't miss one of them. Hey, man. You so know y'all. So did y'all that one. I mean, yeah, y'all ain't make it. The uh-huh. finals, yeah, they, they were healthy the for two series and they weren't healthy for two series because Embiid had a stomach flu or whatever. Embiid had the Marcus All flu. That's what flu he had. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, whatever you want to call it, that's all I'm saying. This is just this is I mean to me the only takeaway I have is if we beat for us to beat the Bucks, dude. I don't I don't think I don't think the way Howard can play. We can't score with him on the bench. We can't score with him not there. But at least Mike Scott as the five. He can fight with a five, whatever. He was the highest plus minus on the team, plus seven. Just because when he was out there, it was more free-flowing. He's quicker, so he can roll. He was mostly popping, though. But it just gave, it just gives them more space than Dwight does. Because he can shoot a three. And he made one. Yeah, it's just, just the threat of him possibly doing it. And the fact he's not out there, you know, pushing people, getting turnovers, or getting technicals, yelling at the oh, ref. He was pushing. He was pushing people. <laughs> he was definitely pushing people. He wasn't doing it quite like Dwight. You would have seen Dwight literally like shove people and get like five fouls, guaranteed in fifteen minutes. I think. I think you know, the biggest. The biggest thing is that he can like because he can shoot because he's a capable shooter. He can also pass from the perimeter. Yeah. Like, so so the fact that somebody's going to run over to him because he might shoot it, he can pass. And he only had one assist. <laughs> that, that one assist was crazy, no lie, because he was standing there behind the three. Somebody ran up on him, and he just passed. The, uh, I think it was Danny. So I think that's the one three Danny made. Yep, sounds about right. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. The whole problem with this is Tobias has to be the second scorer in a series with these teams, and they're there's just I don't see I don't see any conceivable way that Tobias or Ben scores more points per game in a series with these guys than Durant, Harden, or Kyrie. So they're gonna have three of the four best players, and our best one is injury prone. Good luck with that. Good luck. Good luck with that. Huh? Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Yep. Man, that's if we beat the Bucks. We need the ones I'm telling. We need the one seed to avoid Milwaukee. I'm telling you right now, I don't want to play them. I don't want to play the Bucks. I don't. Yeah, don't. I I wouldn't sleep on the Bucks. I don't know why you keep doing that. 
Giannis can shoot. Like that's the that's the whole problem. He can. I saw them. I saw the Bucks barely beat y'all without Embiid. Barely. It took overtime for them to beat y'all without Embiid. So you're saying this about the bench? The MVP wasn't there, and the Bucks barely beat y'all. I don't remember. Was Drew Holiday even there? I really don't remember. I'm, I don't remember if Drew was there. I think he was, but he may he may or may not have been at that play. But I do. But Embiid's more important than Holiday. Okay, I'll bring it down to you like this: Embiid and Giannis can be each other. They're both MVPs. Middleton and Tobias can be each other, and Drew and Simmons can be each other. So, yeah, I don't know. Do we have a Bobby? I don't see a Bobby on our team. Shape. Okay. So going back to Tuesday, going back to Tuesday, amen. Um, look at these games. Darnell, was there anything that kind of interested you, that kind of took you off guard, call you back, or any, like, news and notes that you would see just from the games on Tuesday? Um, Just looking at Tuesday's games – we had the Clippers 126-115 win over the Pacers, and Paul George led the way with 36. I think Paul George is, you know, playing at a – he's reestablishing himself as – <laughs> MVP level. Yeah. I don't want to say MVP <laughs> level because I don't think he's on, on that level quite yet, but he's trying, he's, trying, he's trying to get there, man. If anyone is, it's definitely Paul George. He has a lot to say about a lot of a lot of criticism that he's had. We had the big loot Dort game, 42 in a loss yeah. to Utah. Um, Lou Dort, I think he made seven threes. I didn't I didn't never thought after watching him in the playoffs that one year where he just had no confidence in shooting threes that he would ever be able to explode and score 42 in a game. But here we are, and Oklahoma City has a lot of young players that have upside. They have Shea, they have Lou, they have Poku, and they have draft assets. So Oklahoma City is going to be a contender in the future, and I'm excited for their future. And that's pretty much all the takeaway that I got. Mm-hmm. Real quick I to that. Disagree. Go ahead. I was going to say, I actually disagree with your Lou, with your Lou Dort point. Because if you remember Game Seven, Game Seven. Oh yeah, he the, did. He the he, playoffs was when he was like, I was like, okay, this dude he he can score too. He was locking fucking James Harden now, and then he scored like thirty on or like twenty, either in the high twenties or the or the low thirties or something like that. And he was hitting threes. I think he had like five or something like that. So I was like, oh, he can kind of score too. He really gonna be big for them in the future. There was I was one game I just remember where he was where he missed like all of his threes. It was like, like airball like one or four. He was like oh for his first nineteen from deep. I remember that. Yeah, it was something crazy yeah. like that. And it was like, all right, man, this is the guy is just gonna be a defender with no offense. Yep. And uh that's cool. But then like Dom said, yeah, I think he might have had a comeback game in that same series where he mm-hmm. exploded. And it's like, okay, 
Maybe they got a little something, but yeah. I didn't think for, 42 is an NBA game is hard to do. Mm-hmm. So I got to give him, I'm going to give him credit. And mind you, he did against the, the for always say about them, they are the number one seed in the league. Did against the Jazz. So, yeah. Yep. I think, um, yeah, we were we were all looking at Dort like he's got real big Andre Roperson vibes. Um, but you know what makes me mad, honestly, about the whole Lou Dort thing, man? It's just how quickly they develop players. Like, why can't the eyeball shoot a three, man? Like, come on. <laughs> Lou Dort out here scoring 42. I don't know. Whatever. Because that would change everything. Eyeball could hit. Eyeball's supposed to just be Danny Green with better defense at this point, but he's not there. Even not Danny, even not Danny Green shooting, but like man, and Lou Dort doesn't just shoot either. Lou, he does everything already. Yeah, they just put him by himself, and they said, "You know what? Go ahead." <laughs> They're trying to lose. He's like, "Well, if I just have to shoot the ball with no one here, I guess I'll just go 16 for 31." Now he's now he gonna have a mysterious injury. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lou Dork cannot play for a month. <laughs> doing too much, man. They're doing anything possible to lose. And looking at this, Pokacheski didn't even play. They had to beat the Jazz. I'm just now looking at this. Yep. <laughs> Damn, Utah. <laughs> hey, man. He'd just be finding them. I don't know how. He'd really just be finding them every time. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Um, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but um, Paul George and Jason Tatum were both the players of the week for the East and the West. Y'all agree with those? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Tatum at 50. Yeah. Paul George. Yeah, I agree. Well, wait. uh, When was this? What week was this? This was last week, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So it was till like, I believe, April 11th, Sunday. Let me see something really quick. All right, yeah, I agree with it then. Because, okay. You got any takeaways from Tuesday, Dom? No, I mean, nothing past the, nothing right, past cool. the Paul George point. Yeah, I would agree with the Paul George point. It's more It's more to me, it's Paul George, but it's also Rondo as well. I mean, he came in, he didn't even – didn't even have to score. Five assists, five rebounds, two steals, plus 14. All right. I mean, and that's the difference in the whole game. Missed all his shots. Yep. <laughs> but he only took three. But Batum yeah. was right there, plus 22, 14 points, five blocks, six for 12. Yeah. And so, you know, Marcus was hitting enough. And if Batum can give you anything off the bench, get five blocks is crazy. Off the bench is even more ridiculous. And Zubats, like I was saying, he can, you know, there was no Miles Turner for the Pacers, but he can abuse – Teams who just aren't strong enough. And like I was saying, he was playing Jokic. He wasn't getting moved. So it's going to be interesting. I, I really do – the more we were watching it, I really do think it was all Lou Williams, actually. Watch Terrence yeah, Mann at 12. You know. Reggie was awful. He was one for seven. He's still a plus 13. So it's like at least they don't have complete defensive liabilities. Luke Kennard's playing again. He was four for eight. So it's like they don't have complete defensive liabilities out there. And even though Reggie and Luke aren't good defenders, I think they're like average. Could put Luke probably below average, Reggie average, but still, they they're not Lou 
bad. So <laughs> a, little, a little different there. Um, it's pretty hard to be beat by. Oh yeah, we heard, and we heard and we heard the most appalling stat of of the year uh, when we watched that game too. That um, Demont Sabonis is second oh. in touches. Oh man, yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a pretty bad stat, man. Second in the league is pretty egregious. <laughs> that's a crime. That's a lot. <laughs> that, is a, that, is a, that sounds like a ninth seed to me. Um, some of my other I have some takeaways from Tuesday. Um the heat look terrible right now. They lost by 20 to the Suns. They had Drogic and Hero off the bench. They did nothing. Iggy was out there for 19 minutes of minus 22. They were trying to figure it out. And, I mean, Cam Johnson just ripped them apart off the bench. He had 15. Sarge with 13. Craig with 14. Payne with 14. All these, all of these numbers from the bench. Carter with nine off the bench. So, a weird win for the Suns. Booker went four for 16. He had 12. Paul Two for seven. He had five points, nine assists. I, I bet I jumped off of that one. I did anyway, but they still. <laughs> I, get out I was trying to tell y'all, bro. I was like, "Who y'all trying to make me?" Hey, man, we jumped off the shit. Quick. But they going if they gonna get just if if so. Miami's problem now, right now, is the, the bench clearly, and obviously we know. It's, it's really the fact that Jimmy can't really do everything he has to do for them to win games. And Bam had 11 and 10, but he got outplayed by eight and 19 and 13. So Aiden continues to really be the low-key center who could change a lot this postseason. Um, yeah. And one other thing I saw from Tuesday, um, hey, man, I wanted, we wanted to see them do it once. The Nets won by 30 with no Kyrie. No James Harden because Kevin Durant went out there at 31 points on 11 of 15 shooting. And I also, I just wanted to see it. And I see now how he, you know, can be effective without the other two. It's just his pure movement. And what his pure movement did was they started Chioza because he was out there. And Chioza is just like a passer. Chioza had five assists. Jeff Green became a passer, four assists. And they were just passing it to either Durant who's running off screens, or it would be Joe Harris who's running off screens. Joe Harris with 23, um, 5-8 shooting. So it was like both of them were just taking turns being open. And then shamming off the bench at 19, which we would see continued. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I saw, the fact that no one on this team should be top five in MVP voting. I don't care. I'm over it. They just go in by 30 without both of the other two. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. Just – <laughs> and you know, hey man, what are you? What are you gonna they do? They do straight be within twenty, no matter which one of them playing. Yup, yup. As long as they're not playing like a top seed in the league, and even then, yeah. obviously, yeah. Honestly, if they if they would have Aldridge and Griffin, they they would have beat us. I'm not even, not even questioning it. They'd have eaten Mike Scott the fuck a lot. <laughs> 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 
So TLC gonna play 32 minutes. Exactly. Exactly no point. All right. So Dom, you got any takeaways from last night, Wednesday, that you saw around the league? Yeah, I mean, you know, the um the Clippers played the Pistons and you know, Reggie Jackson went crazy out there. I heard he hit a um he hit a uh, game tying shot and then he hit a game winner. And, you know, the Pistons, they're obviously not a great team or anything like that. But, you know, Kawhi wasn't playing. Uh, Paul George wasn't playing. Pat Bev still out. Um, so, you know, he really did it for, for himself, by himself for the most part. Amir Coffey actually was a plus 21 out there. So he was by far the highest plus or minus out there. Like the next the highest person was a plus three. <laughs> so that's something that will that's something to look into. Um DeMarcus actually got a little playing time yesterday. He had um eight points on three and nine shooting in 15 minutes. He was a zero out there. So you know I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna keep him just because you know the Pelicans didn't keep Isaiah. I don't know if the Clippers really want to keep you know him at this point but um yeah, the, you, just like you were saying with Miami, um, Miami just looked just as bad. They got blown out by Denver without, obviously, Jamal Murray out there. So I don't know if the Heat just had this little run and they're take, and I don't know what's happening now, but they just need more offense. And, and we know they don't score, but now their defense is folding too. And we were waiting for Goran to return, but – Okay, he didn't play last night. I was going to say. But, you know, their defense is looking worse and their offense was always bad. So, I mean, Miami's just going to need more offense in order to do anything. Um, Sacramento's still ass. Just wanted to say that. So, that's all my takeaway. Yeah, Oladipo has disappeared, so I guess he's hurt again. There's a shocker. Um, Yeah, he's (laughs) he's definitely hurt. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Victor actually, did you slash quad specialist? Did you see that uh donkey had the other night? Nope. Oladipo? Yeah. No. I think he might have yeah, he dunked on he like dunked on somebody and he got hurt on the play. And he's been out ever since. <laughs> I, he didn't immediately leave, but yeah, that's what happened. Okay, he has he has no timetable for a return. <laughs> Sucks, don't it? This guy. They said, they said any hope of him getting a max deal is just out the window. Uh, and yeah. I'm not surprised. That was obvious. All the time, bro. He should have just, he should have just got his bag from Houston. Just called it a day. <laughs> Houston great giving some dumbass contracts too. Um, Darnell, what were your thoughts from uh, games Wednesday? Um, the Knicks, the Knicks beat the Pelicans one one sixteen one oh six. Julius Randle pretty much outplayed Zion Williamson. Yep. I think that was a surprise. Um, looking at it, Russell Westbrook again. I know he had 15 rebounds. He might have had a soft triple double. No, 25, 25, 15, and 11. 
Another triple double for for Russell Westbrook. Bradley Beal had thirty one. The Wizards are winning. They're they're not winning, but they're the their two guys are still putting up numbers despite the losses that you know they might get. And yeah. this is probably going to be one of this is probably going to be one of Russell Westbrook's forgotten years, one of his dominant forgotten years. We thought that he was probably past his prime, but putting up numbers like this, it's no argument against it. Another big night for Steph Curry, 42 points in a 147-109 victory over Oklahoma City. A big-time blowout, but Steph was amazing. He, he hit, I think, 11 threes. Just totally had it going. And, like, I think the last podcast I said, I don't know if he's going to be able to keep up at this level, but obviously he can. So this is some of the best basketball that we've seen from Steph. It just sucks that they're doing it. You know, well, right now for a team that, that game. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting there. Dude. I was saving it. Oh, uh, don't. Oh, trust me. I was about to send you a screenshot in the middle of the game, dude. I was looking at it. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Yo, this nigga pressed me, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's one takeaway. There's one more takeaway I forgot, bro. Yo. Everybody every, at the trade deadline, bro. This team made this dumbass trade, bro. It, it didn't look stupid on paper, but damn, bro, Vooch really made this the Bulls every every much worse. Like he really made them worse. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I was gonna get there too. They, they, Trust me. I was about to touch <laughs> both those. I was like, damn. Like they can't win a game. They can't. They lost to the Magic, bro. Yep, bro. When, I, I the the Wendell Carter revenge game. Yep. I think I think this shows that Wendell Carter and Daniel Gaffer were the two most important players on the team. <laughs> Low key, that's what I'm starting to figure out. Because <laughs> even even when Wendell was out and Gaffer was there, they were still winning games. They I mean, haven't won since Vooch got there. Dude, I tried my best, bro. Billy Donovan's dumbass keeps starting Thaddeus Young for no reason. No <laughs> fucking reason. But you can't have Vooch and Lori out there starting. They're both slow and can't play defense. Dude, that's not a starter. At least your bench would be able to score. We're not going to yeah. score off the bench, bro. Yeah, Lori's not even getting playing time anymore. He can't Lori and Colby aren't getting playing time anymore. They got moved out the rotation for Dad to start and play 14, for Sadoransky to play 30 and be a minus 23. I don't understand. what the f- Man, Billy, you looking bad, bro. You got to figure this shit the fuck out. Garrett's not playing anymore either. I will say, dude, the Vooch, the Vooch trade fucked everything. <laughs> That's the worst trade of them all. <laughs> yep. Tice went out there and had 16 and 6 off the bench, too. That's the craziest part. That's the worst part of it all. Yeah. And Vooch had 29. It's just he yeah, can't guard anybody. So if they had only done the tri- the Tice trade, they'd be in the playoffs. Yep. <laughs> oh, dude, I didn't even notice, bro. Gary's back and Cole Anthony are back. 
Oh man, Cole's okay, definitely Cole, bad. He's been bad. Oh, Gary Harris played. I didn't even know Gary Harris played. <laughs> yeah, Cole's been back though. I didn't even notice. That explains why they're not. That explains a lot, actually. I didn't even peep. Um, but yeah, that was one of my takeaways as well. The Bulls have lost four in a row. The Wizards beat the Kings, obviously, like we talked about. Russell, Russ really is trying to save this whole season. Like he's giving it. I mean, it's what he does. You know, that's what he does. Just try so hard. You got to, man. Um, and the key as well is, like, we all know Bertans played this game. He was 4 for 7 from deep. It's literally all they need. Um, I mean, for the Kings, yeah, I mean, they just they just, they just suck. They, they don't have um, Holmes or Bagley. Bagley's a positive, but they don't have Holmes either. So now they're starting Jones, Damian Jones. Damn, not Damian Jones, bro. <laughs> <laughs> The Lon Wright went out there 15 minutes. He was a minus 19, so that trade didn't work like I thought it wouldn't. Doesn't help anything. Terrence Davis was I mean Terrence Davis was out there five for eight. <clears throat> yeah, they should put Terrence out there more, but the Lon Wright doesn't play defense. So at least at least with Corey Joe out there, they kinda kind he could play defense in the bench. Alon doesn't do anything. Corey that. Joe was like the worst player in the league. Alon <laughs> Wright's worse. Damn. Bro, there's a reason Alon Wright didn't play on the Pistons. That doesn't tell you something. Yeah. Man, but either way, yeah. So the Wizards climbing back up. So what that means is, is now the Wizards and the Raptors are one out of the ten spot of the Bulls, and the Pacers are sitting there comfortably at 26 and 28 in the 8th seed. What that means for sure is even though they've lost three in a row, the Hornets, they're definitely going to get a shot in the play-in at this point, um, even if they continue to slide. So, hey, man, we want to see it. We want to see our guy. Let's see LaMelo out there with a shot. LaMelo and Gorman. Yes, sir. They beat the they would beat the shit out of the Pacers or the Bulls. Or the, the one team I would be a little eh is the Wizards, actually. Everybody else they would destroy if they had to play a plan. And right now the Heat are the seven, they might fuck around and beat them. I want, I want, I want, I need the Wizards in. I need the Wizards in. I need a I need a Nizzard. I need a Wizards Nest first round. That's needed. Need the Wizards Nest first round. That's just gonna be two out of ten. There's just no way. Not Russ again. Not Russ against both of them. I I just need that in my life. And then the times they play, they did beat them. Yeah, <laughs> they do be beating them. They did. <laughs> I think they were all there that game too, if I remember correctly. For the I don't think Harden wasn't there yet. Kyrie and Durant were both there though. Okay. Um, but yeah, the Knicks beat the Pelicans. Like you guys mentioned. Um. Randall Lobb played Zion. That wasn't my takeaway. One of my takeaways, Brandon Ingram, 9 for 22. Not terrible. They started Nick Marshall, which is interesting, because he's a shooter. So it looks like they're still trying things out. Um, and he had three of five threes. He was a plus zero. It's fine. 14 points, four assists. Um, but they just they said, you know, we need someone out there who can shoot. If uh, Lonzo still didn't play. But 
a big Pelican takeaway, Jackson Hayes, 17 minutes. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> minus 27. You don't have to say I'm saying it. Minus 27. <laughs> Yikes. It's pretty bad. That's off. Yep. Three for four from the field. Minus yep. 27. Yeah, that's nice. He don't know where he is. <laughs> Can't not know where you are, bro. <laughs> Damn, side show. <laughs> pretty bad. Burks and Rose were like, oh, he's out here, bro. We going right at him. <laughs> right at him. Shit, quickly, all of them. Yep. They're all like, oh, fuck, yeah. Damn, not Pell. <laughs> <laughs> not Pell, bro. Not yep. plus 19 in 12 minutes, bro. Norval. You can't get kicked. You can't get, you can't get killed by a guy named Norval. Bro. Y'all, y'all, y'all decided to keep Mike Scott over his guy. <laughs> yeah, you're cooking this man. Yeah, you're cooking Jackson Hayes. Yep. Y'all kept Mike Scott over Pell. Hey, Amen. I don't believe in anything this organization does. So, dude, Doc's sitting right there, not playing rookies, Maxie, Isaiah, Joe, and Patrick Lee, because he doesn't play them, and there's no reason not to play those guys. You know, I digress. Moving on. Um, I guess it's more. This is more about you know. Oh, never mind. There's no mind. Okay, so. so lastly, yeah, there was no loot Dort, but still beating them one forty seven one oh nine, kind of crazy. Um, Steph with forty two, but something I'm noticing. Again, this is the second, maybe the third game without Ubre. You dudes keep winning. Ken Bazemore keeps hitting threes. They've missed all. They've missed all three of them. It's been Ubre, Wiseman, and uh, Pascal. That's all been gone this whole stretch. Yeah, it's true. Wiseman and Pascal not being there as well takes away a lot of useless minutes. So now you see Jordan Poole out there. He's been effective. He had seventeen. Steph keeps going. Steph keeps going crazy on crazy efficient numbers because. Yeah. I mean, he's been playing great, but I'm telling you, the floor is just way more spaced. Yeah. Way more spaced because Looney will give you three assists, all he needs. Draymond out at 16. Yeah. It's crazy. Looney just yeah. going to give you three. And all they need was Wiseman to get them to. But Wiseman's going to get the ball and go to the basket. That's all he's going to do. He's not going, he doesn't know how to do all the bullshit yet. Looney knows how to do all the bullshit, get stuff wide open. As soon as he touches the ball, he gonna do that Draymond run right wherever the fuck Steph is. <laughs> Suddenly it's a it's a it's a handoff screen, and you're like, this is garbage, and Steph shoots the ball. And hey man, I want to see it. We're gonna see it obviously moving forward who they play next. But that's that's a huge thing to me, man. Because the Warriors, like we said, we said we want to lose them now. Dang, they went all the way to ninth three-game winning streak the second that dude was gone. Not the second he's gone, bro. Oh, the Spurs oh. are 10th. The Spurs are 10th. Pelicans. Pelicans. We got, we got it. Let's go. Yeah. New Orleans, we got it. Hey, man, if they didn't lose last night to the Knicks, 
Jackson Hayes didn't go minus 27. They'd be right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined hard for the Pelicans to make it. I'm not mad at that. Bro, it's just not no, – it's, it's not even that. It's more so not the Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> bro, I bro. The, I really wait, want the Thunder in there. Wait, seriously. <laughs> on a serious – the, the Warriors are one back of the AC. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, that's crazy. Because I don't want them – if they, you know if they play to play and lose. Oh, my God. And they lose because if the if you're the nine and the ten and you lose one, you're done. Yeah. yeah. I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to hear it. Get in the AC, man. God, you gotta at least give yourself two shots at this bullshit. Oh yeah, that is how it works. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think they lose to the Pelicans because <laughs> I could easily go for thirty-five. Yo, yo, Dallas needs to win another game. Oh shit. I know. Yeah, you just noticed Portland, it. Golden State, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'll tell us every. <laughs> that'll tell us everything we ever need to know. Yeah, good point. Yo, fuck the Clippers at this point, man. Portland, Portland is gonna get smoked by them anyway. Yeah, I've been this trying is, to tell you all that. This is his chance. This is his Next. chance, bro. Clippers on a seven game winning streak. Yeah, they they smoked them. Clay not Clay not there. Clay not there. Durant not there. I don't want to hear it ever again. Ever. Ever again. Never. <laughs> he better do this. He better do this, bro. They well, looking at each other right in the eyes. I did some research though, by the way. And it was just the Rockets who they beat. Um, but this was the game James Wise enough with an injury and Ubre wasn't playing. So since then, in those three games. Steph Curry's had 38, 50, 42, with no Oubre, no Wiseman out there. And Pascal. Keep her. And Pascal. Pascal's been gone for a while, but okay, you can throw Pascal in there too. And tonight they play the Cavs. So look out. Look out. Yo. <laughs> Yo. We, bro, I'm so glad Dallas won last night. <laughs> so glad Dallas won last night, bro. It's right there. <laughs> yep. We just need we just need the Grizzlies to lose a couple more. In fact, Grizzlies yep. just lost last night. Shit, let's go. Golden State versus Golden State versus Portland playing. I can only Final say the Grizzlies are going like, in the next game for sure. The Grizzlies are one thousand percent winning the next game. They play the Bulls, so Alan Shoes about to eat Boosevich alive. It's gonna be the end of that. <laughs> Oh, but on Saturday, it's going to be interesting. The Warriors play Boston. The Grizzlies play Milwaukee. We're going to see a lot right there. That's going to be a lot. But we also we also have to look at Dallas and Portland. That's the other two we got to look at. Yeah, I'm looking. I don't see them playing anyone. Uh, Portland plays San Antonio. They're worse than them, so that's a win. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas plays New York. I don't know Dallas about Dallas New York. New York might just piss Dallas off enough to lose that game, to be honest. <laughs> Very possible. <clears throat> Very possible. All right, but let's get into it. Um, over these last two days, I'm going to start with Darnell. 
It was your player last two days, coach the last two days, <laughs> game of the last two days, and dickhead of the last two days. Go ahead. All right. So for my player in the last two days, it's got to be Steph. Steph's just been playing at the highest level of any player. He's probably going to sneak in, get some extra MVP votes for the way he's been playing lately. But mm-hmm. so I'm going to go there. My game of the night, I'm going to go, obviously, Dallas, Memphis. And for my coach, this is going to be a tough one. For my coach, I'm going to just go, I'm going to go J.B. Bickerstaff. You know, no, I'm not going there. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, doing I'm definitely not going to what y'all need to do right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Steve Clifford because the Orlando Magic beat the Bulls, even though the Bulls suck. But the Magic aren't that much better, and they traded like we've said before when I gave it to them the last time. They traded away everybody, and they still figuring out a way to get you know production out of guys. And I like that, you know, good sign to see for Orlando. So for my, what do I have left? Dickhead. For the most important one, yeah. for the dickhead of the night, it's got to go to Grayson Allen. 90% free throw shooter, oh. missing two free throws in the clutch. It was bad. Opening the door for Luka to hit a floater from the three-point line and win the game. And I'm going to give it to the fans for all of their hate comments on Grayson Allen, too. I think Ja came out after the game. Yeah, he's not he's not a likable guy. Or like from a from like if you judge him by the way he's been covered, he's not very likable, like especially going back to his Duke yeah. days. So I'm gonna go there. Dom, what were your answers? All right, all right. So my player of the day. You know what, bro? If that nigga just gonna be number two for no reason, bro, as a six seed, about to be in a playing tournament, and Steph not gonna have no votes, and he gonna be second, bro. Bro, I'm watching this nigga drop 40, 40, 40, 40, bro, without Kawhi. Just put him up there, bro. I don't even care. I'll put him in, get, give him the number two spot, bro. I don't care. MVPG, bro. That's my player of the fucking last two games, bro. Player of the week, MVPG, bro. Give, give him his love, bro. He deserves it. Everybody be ridiculing him, bro. He got it. When the playoffs start, we'll see where it goes. But damn it, at least for a regular season, he's been killing. So MVPG, he's been my, he's been my player of the last two days and player of the week. Um, what's it called? Coach. I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give it to Brad Stevens. You know why I'm gonna give it to Brad Stevens? Cause he got a formula, and his whole formula is shoot the ball. And you know what? <laughs> he never. He never went away from it. And now they're fifth. Now they're fifth again in the East. So you know what? It's been working. We criticize it, but damn it, if that's just what's gonna be, that's just what's gonna be. At least they, at least they have a formula and they stick with it. Like, like you were saying, people talk about they have no offense. No, they have an offense. It's pretty clear. <laughs> the offense is shoot the fucking ball. <laughs> so, you know, he has a system, and they're the fifth seed with it. They've been 
they just went to the conference finals last year with that same system. Fuck it. So I'm gonna give it to uh, Brad Stevens. Um, what's it called? Game. I'm gonna give it to. I'm, I'll give it to the uh, Luca. Well, not Luca. To the Mavericks. Oh, Luca. <laughs> The Luca game. Now you were right. <laughs> the Luca, the Lucas and the Grizzlies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to them. You know, it was, a, it, it was one off a crazy ass game winner, and my dickheads are to death. Absolutely, and they both. They both go to the cast of Undisputed, but for different reasons. So Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp, went right at right went right out there on TV uh, and lied about a Kevin Durant quote. He said some. He said that Kevin Durant said, "Motherfucking, if I beat the goat, if I beat the so-called goat two times in a row and, and shot and hit the and hit the shot in his face both times, what does that make me?" Kevin Durant went right out there and said, I never said that. <clears throat> then Shannon Sharp said, but you did say, why is everybody want to go to the Lakers? Let's be competitive these days. And then Kevin Durant was like, he said, okay, boy, I didn't say what you said I said. And then Shannon Sharp was like, hey, man, we can talk in privately about this. And then Kevin Durant was like, no, you lied about me in public, so we can talk about this in public. And Shannon Sharp blocked him. Shannon Sharp. <laughs> you can't go slander somebody's name in public and then ask to resolve the issue in private. <laughs> like, no, if you're just going if you're going to lie about somebody in public and you want to defend his name in public, you got you can't just block him, bro. Now you look crazy. And everybody knows you're the biggest LeBron dick rider of all time. So for you to do that, it it just it's it's just that's just a bad look. That's a really bad look for Shannon Sharp. And for Skip, the reason I'm giving him the other dickhead of the day. Ah. It didn't it didn't happen yet. I didn't even watch it. But I know exactly what he's gonna say. He's going to go on there and he's gonna say that Luca made the luckiest shot he's ever seen in his life. So because <laughs> I know he's going to say that, <laughs> he gets this. He does dickhead of the day <laughs> already. So there you go. Those are my two. My, by the way, real quick, something I didn't know. Well, I'll save it. My uh, player, last two days of Steph, George has been going crazy. But, but that man, Steph, did just have 42 after, ha- after having 53. So, like, damn. Bro, if 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 the fuck if the Trailblazers and the Warriors are seven to eight, bro, and Lillard's second, and Steph is not there, and Steph averages more points, bro, on a higher efficiency. Hey man, you got no argument for me. Um, my coach of the last two days, I am going to give it to Mike Malone. Fought through a lot, ended up beating the Heat by 17. So to get your team to bounce back that quick, um, kind of crazy to me after you know second best player losing an injury. So give it to Malone for that win. Um, even though we've seen the Heat struggle, still that's a that's a it's impressive win for them. 
I was just trying to fight right now. My game. So my game obviously was the Lucas versus the Grizzlies. Great shot. Not, not, not much else to say about that one, man. <laughs> um, my dickhead of the day. Now, it's not for yesterday. It is something that I just found out yesterday. But during the game, they were talking about, uh, you know, during the Mavs Grizzlies game. Well, first off, one thing real quick about the Mavs, they apparently have the most losses under five points of any team in the league the last two years. And I don't know how, because I never see them lose by that. I always see them win in these situations, but whatever. That's just also very strange to me. Um, like 25 in the last two years. So Luca literally has to do it. He's getting a lot of practice, yeah. trying to be clutch. Because literally, if he's not, they lose every game. <laughs> That's yeah. what it looks like to me. Um, yeah. But um, one thing that happened last night, they were talking about, uh, you know, a certain player, Desmond Bain. For those who don't know, he's a rookie. Very good yeah. player for the Grizzlies. Um, he's been top. 10 in the rankings, right? I don't think he's been top five. Top 10 in the rookie of the year rankings, I want to say. He's been five. He's been he's top five. Been top five? Okay, cool. That, that makes sense. He, he scores very well. Um, very good player. Um, so, by that measure, probably, you know, first team, all rookie. Um, something I didn't know. He was drafted 30th overall. You guys want to guess by who? No. Good guess, though. <laughs> no clue. He was drafted by... It wasn't the, the Thunder. No. Nah, he was nah. He was drafted and then traded on draft night by the Celtics. Um, they traded him and Enos Cantor in a three-way trade, and what they received was two future seconds from the Grizzlies. And again, if you guys remember, yep. yep. Evan Fournier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that's been game for Evan Fournier. Pretty good. Yep. Wow. <laughs> I literally was like, so everything they needed, they literally drafted a 6'6, 22 yeah. year old who can shoot. And actually plays pretty good defense. Yeah. Led the Big 12 in three-pointers made. He could have just came there, shot his couple of shots, been right next to Pritchard and been chilling. Yeah. yeah. Instead, they got, they got two seconds, but they then flipped for Evan Fournier. Celtics, they've been playing good. So not Celtics. Danny Ainge. My dickhead of the day. It's a good choice. Oh, right. I have, a, I have an honorable mention. Well. You already had two of them. What are you an honorable <laughs> mention? <laughs> you had two answers. Because, because, because of the future. What the future will hold. Because of the now. future. Now, Ben Simmons, a couple days ago, said, we're going for the past champs, the Lakers. They were the ones who won a championship. So you got to give the respect to them. Obviously, Brooklyn has a lot of talent, but at the end of the day, there's Dude, only one. Why did he say and you got to play you. defense, too. Uh, 
Ben, can you just hit a jumper? <laughs> like, before you start <laughs> talking. Oh, my God. He not dickhead of the day yet. Boy. Oh, my. Boy. Boy. They don't make the finals. Or according to Demetrius, when they don't make the finals, then. See, every everybody see, I think I think these players and or these people are listening to our podcast, bro. Because everybody wants to set themselves up for it. Everybody wants dickhead of the year. Ben really just put himself in prime position for dickhead of the year. <laughs> Dude, why did he say that? There's only As if we've one ever ball. been to the finals. There's only one ball, and they need to play defense. Dude, as if we've ever been to the conference finals. Why is he talking like that? We're going for the champs. What? Oh, Doc Rivers already. Oh, man. We're about to blow a 3-1 lead to the Bucks. I see it now. We were just looking forward to the Nets. And we beat them, too. Oh, man. Y'all, y'all completely overlooking the Bucks. Honestly, though, if you lose to the Bucks, is what it, it'd be bad. It'd be awful. But y'all can't hit the first seed and lose to them. Y'all can't keep the first seed and lose to them, bro. Not in the second round, because they are sitting there at fifth. Y'all, y'all can't just keep losing them, dudes. And no, uh, we can't do that either. Thanks. You just. Awesome. You just want you just wanted to talk about how the Sixers are gonna lose, which is what I've been saying, but I was told to have faith. Anyway, man, thank you guys for listening, man. For Darnell Jones and Dom. This was Demetrius. Have a good one. Later. These deuces.